Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to do show prep? Cafe Smash! What is the matter with you? I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk and cheese! We had gum and cheese. Well, it's because I've been drinking. Oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. If I have learned anything from both of them, Oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Ah uh, yes, welcome to episode 32 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. Episode? Episode. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm Canadian now. What are you talking about? <laughs> So yeah, sorry, let me try that again. Welcome to episode 32 of the Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And, um, hey, how's it going? Hey. How you doing? Don't start. <laughs> oh, come on. It's just, it just took us over an hour to put the kids to sleep. Yeah, that's, that was a little rough. Over an hour. Yeah, it was, it was no fun. Not fun at all. Um. Trent is afraid of spiders in his bed. In his bed. That don't exist. That don't exist. But because of the goddamn Goofy cartoon, he will not go to sleep. Yeah, there was something about something in it. Something. It was Goofy. Are you having microphone issues again? Oh, it just sounds like I can't. It sound, can you hear me? Because if can you hear, can hear me, I'm fine. I can hear you. Are okay. you? How, how am I? Are, you, are you, just your hands aren't hot enough? <laughs> as bad as that sounds. <laughs> I have really hot cans. I mean, do you need to make your headphones a little louder? Well, you help? sound fine, so that's why I feel like maybe I. No, I can. Hear, if, no, uh, I can hear you just fine, and your then, levels fine and clear here on the uh, waveform. So we're all good there. Sorry. That's okay. Right. A little inside baseball. Yeah, it's always a little inside baseball. It's just it's what we do. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. Hi, y'all. I can't do a good Cleveland voice. I'm not even going to no, try. That was about the closest I'm going to get to it. So, <laughs> Speaking of Cleveland. Yes. I was just playing that game. I haven't, that game. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, but he yeah. did just get back from Voldemort's house. So, Well, that's kind of my point. I know. Every time he comes back from there, he... And this should no longer be a surprise to you. It's not a surprise. It just pisses me off. That's understandable. I, I can understand it pissing you off. That's fine. It doesn't so. surprise me at all, which also pisses me off mm-hmm. that it's no longer a surprise. Did you have a chance to look at it at all? A little bit. It just looked like a stupid run around, do dumb trick game. Except there's, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, act, there's something on the four, I was trying to find if there was like a little parental advisory thing ad, or some kind of, you know, you know, this is what's involved in it kind mm-hmm. of thing. Some games do that. Um, couldn't find one, but I did find a thing about uh, how do I get Lois's red hot lingerie outfit? Ah, yeah. So I'm like, hmm, maybe not. At, 
I know we've had this discussion a mm. lot, and I'd love for anyone to chime in on, you know, what's worse, sex or violence, and what, you know, blah, Sexy blah, violence. blah, blah. <laughs> that's, what kind of, that's why I like, um, whatchamacallit, the chick that had the shotgun for a leg, or the machine gun for Grindhouse? a leg. house? Oh, that was a cool, you know, that was some sexy violence there. That was anyway. Fun. That was good times. Um, when can we install machine gun legs on you? <laughs> when a zombie chews my leg off. I promise. Okay. As long as you promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Random weird thought that you tangent. Okay. Um. Anyway. It only took us like a couple minutes to get in the weeds on that one. Yeah. So anyway, I was just looking for other chime in on, you know, what's worse or do you care or do we just let it go and it doesn't matter or like, I don't know. Like at what age do you just figure that they'll figure it out? He's got enough. Uh, with the talks that I've had with him, he's got enough of working the, knowledge. I know working knowledge of what's going on that it's not that I, I don't, I don't want to make a bigger deal out of it than just I don't, basically the whole taboo thing. I don't want to yeah. make it a huge issue because it it shouldn't be. It's just it, it's you know. But then again, I'm not saying that's necessarily a game he should be playing. So we'll we'll I'll, I chose to discuss that issue or or broach that issue tomorrow. Um, simply because the first day back from his mom's house is always a little rough, and it yeah. just it, it tend and it doesn't help that we've had a sick kid and then an angry Trent and a. Sick kid. Sick Tempe and an angry Trent. Angry Trent, and he won't go to sleep, and, like... Thanks, Obama. Thursday night was fine. He went up there, he mm-hmm. went to sleep, mm-hmm. he went. He woke up Friday morning, everything was hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. I, I, you got me. I don't know what his he, deal is. His phases. Tempe went through him, too. It was just different with her, because, I don't know, it was different. Is it saying something there? It's Good. just a message from the it's system. Animate. Yeah, okay. Cool. So it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad that the uh, stupid fucking hood to coast relay is already is finally out of our town. I felt bad for the guy that guy that's been building the driveway on the corner of mm-hmm. Sunset and Pittsburgh. Did you happen to notice the giant lights they had set up there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were running all night, blaring mm-hmm. right in his window. You know that was fantastic. I'm glad to know that people running in a relay are more important than somebody who owns a house and wants to sleep and doesn't want that, you know, unwanted light on their property. That's always fun. Well, as I've been learning in my class, there's certain things that you don't get to decide. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if one of them were to have an accident, (laughs) it was like, what was that? The Seattle to Portland race where those people ride the bikes from Seattle to Portland and... I remember I, I, one day I was I went I was heading to work or something. I don't remember what I was, I was heading down Highway 30 towards Portland, and I noticed there was, just seemed to be a lot of people pulled off to the side of the road replacing flat tires on their bikes. And I just didn't really think much of it. I was like, okay, those are those cheap ass ten speed or those thin ass ten speed tires. So you know they tend to pop. And then I found a news article either later that day or the next day that was talking about how somebody had scattered random thumbtacks all up and down the course, <laughs> and people were all surprised by it. I'm like, really? <laughs> you run these, you know, what they're going to be considered these liberal, you know, yuppies and whatnot on bikes through one of the reddest parts of Oregon this close to Portland, <laughs> A.E. Columbia County, and you're going to be surprised that somebody decided to put, you know, thumbtacks down on the... Uh, Did you say A.E.? You all kind of... I said I.E. No, you said A.E. A.E.I.O.U. And sometimes why? I'm just saying. Yeah, well, it's been a long day. I know, but I'm calling you on it. Yeah. 
Well, I'm I'm taking it a little bit easier this week on the beer too, yeah, so me it too. doesn't get quite as nuts as last week's episode did. <laughs> so, whoopsie, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> uh, um, which my and I was going through the notes that I have for the show. Um, it was a uh, we we kind of touched on some of these things, <laughs> but I, I in listening back to the last episode in post when I was editing it, I noticed that we kind of just. It was all over the place, and um, I think next time I have a guest on, or we have a guest on that, that we haven't seen in a long, long time, we're going to have them like, come over the day before, so we can spend like six hours catching up and all that jazz, and then come back for the episode the next day. So that's not like all, because I mean, we were we were like zigzagging and, and crisscrossing and jump, jump. Sorry, I said crisscross, and it made me think of the backwards pants. It and, was better before you tried to explain it. Yeah. Daddy Mac will make you jump, jump. Mac Daddy will make you jump, jump. Crisscross will make you jump, jump. Apparently, I need more beer. <laughs> uh, so, did you hear the latest news about the... We've been talking a lot off and on the last few episodes about hot cars, right? Because the world has, been, has their panties in a twist about a hot car. Yeah. Well, that well, there was a toddler or the infant that died when his and dad. And it happens every year, well, and I, I don't know. know why all of a sudden it's a big thing. Well, I, okay. In this case, the re- I'm, I'm getting to why it's a big I thing. I know, but I want to. I want to do this. Okay. Oh, she's got her hand up and everything. Oh no, you didn't. This is just another case of the media grabbing onto a topic and making a huge fucking deal out of well, it yeah. because Slow the statistics day. say that there's not any more children this year than there were last year or the year before that. It's simply that, oh, we found a good news story. This gets a lot of people enraged. Let's run with it. So we're hearing more about it than we've ever heard before. And maybe that's helping awareness and blah, 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 blah. But the point is, don't leave your kids in a fucking hot car. Mm -hmm. Please. Thank you. Well, the other reason why I think the media has been glommed onto it so hard is it's been been a lot hotter this year. It's been Africa hot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's been like Africa, Africa hot. <laughs> I have to find that actual clip because it. I'm sure somebody snagged it out because yeah. I was watching it live when that happened. Yeah. And I have heard other Portlandites say that same thing yeah. over and over. And I'm like, somebody has to have clipped that somewhere because it is hilarious. Because it is Africa hot. Yes. <laughs> but it's, it's not that, just me. It has seemed hotter this year all uh, across the board. Well, I actually listened to um, Toto's Africa today. Say, hurry, boy, it's with. 
The wild dogs cry out in the night as they grow restless, longing for some solitary company. I know that I must do what's right, sure as Kilimanjaro rises like Olympus above the Serengeti. What's deep inside Frightened of this thing that I've become Gonna take the light that drag me away from you There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do I guess the rain's down in Africa Simply because I saw a picture on Facebook where um, um, it, was, it was a picture of Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz and she was holding Toto. Yeah, and it said, I miss Kansas. And then <laughs> the, the caption above Toto was, I miss the rains in the uh, rains of Africa or something like that. I miss the rains down in Africa. That one, yeah. I don't remember the exact lyrics. I don't listen to it enough to remember the lyrics. But back to the Africa hot car thing. Um, the reason why I brought it up is because that one where the toddler died and the dad was found to be sixteen and all that other fun jazz. Yep. Uh, it ends up that they're gonna—they're actually legally declaring it a homicide. Yes. So, I heard that. Yeah, there's a there's an article on it here. I'm gonna see if I can get the pop up on the uh, internets and the intertrons and all that jazz. If technology will work for me today. Do do do. Get somebody you're trying to get on the show here? Nope. Ah, work shit? Nope. Nope. 
is fucking around. I am trying to see if somebody put that on YouTube. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So yeah, that, that, it was a kid in Connecticut. Um, the medical examiner has ruled the death um, a homicide. Let's see, it says uh, the cause of the death was hypothermia because of environmental exposure. And oh, no, sorry, not hypothermia, hyperthermia. I was like hypothermia on July seventh. That doesn't make a lot of sense unless you're like you know in Antarctica. Pardon me for a moment while I play with my microphone. You're gonna play if you're. Uh, oh. <laughs> there you go, making the boing noise again. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. It's all good. So, yeah. There, so, that's going to be interesting to see how that story goes and what kind of sap, sob story bullshit that the dad tries to come up with here. Um, let's see whether stupid shit. It's been a slow news week. There's been the the the, the freak out over the the grandma taping the baby's pacifier to, or the pacifier to the baby's mouth. Did you see anything about that or hear about that? <laughs> I'll take it from your laughter that no, you didn't. <laughs> no, but I've had that. I um, not with my own kids because they never like pacifiers. But I have had that impulse with other children. Like if you're gonna spit it out, I'm just gonna tape it to your freaking mouth because it's the only thing that makes you happy, and you spit it out. All the well, unfortunately, mouth. it's not quite like that. I mean, oh. it is, but it isn't. But here, you, you'll uh, you'll grab it here. When Jackie Sheeks posted this photo of her granddaughter <gasps> with a pacifier duct taped to her cheeks, oh or my this God. photo with a two-month-old in a roasting pan with potatoes. People on Facebook didn't find it funny or cute. We're not horrible people that they're making us out to be. Sheik says the duct tape was only on her granddaughter long enough to take the photo. She says her prop photos are getting blown out of proportion. It started over just a joke. You know, we put a little bit of tape on the pacifier just because we were being silly. You know, we wanted to share it with the friends because everybody knows us know that we, you know, play around like that. What she saw as playful photos, law enforcement did not. She says the sheriff came to her door and so did Children's Services out of concern the child was in danger. We don't do that. Oh my we God. Would never harm Clearly you do because you Sheik says she's taken posed photos of other family children all her life and no one in the family objected. But when these latest photos hit social media, the family says the harassment began almost immediately. I'm getting all kinds of friends requests too from people we don't know for that reason. It's been a big toll on the family. Wow. We almost feel like we have to relocate. As for posting prop photos of her granddaughter on Facebook in the future, Sheik says never again. Oh, it's definitely taught me a lesson. Yeah. That, you know, what we again. think is funny that other people don't. It's definitely taught us a Duct lesson. Duct tape. Duct tape on the cheeks of a child. <clears throat> I, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate for once here on this one. And uh, so, um, from the looks, the way the duct tape, from the pictures of what I saw, it almost looked like the duct tape had been folded over on itself, so it wasn't actually attached to the child's face. So I would hope so, the, uh, but I'm saying that the way the picture looks is frightening. Well, I don't. Think I agree. It's, I agree. The, the one with the baby in the in, in, the, roasting. in the roasting pan with the potatoes, not so bad. Yeah. I don't know why that one doesn't bother me, <laughs> but but the other one. It looks it looks like torture. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't look cute. It looks it looks really bad. And I but on the flip side, if the, I was a ooh grandmother, I'm going to take some funny photos. And I looked at that photo, I would like I would think, oh, that one doesn't look funny. That one looks, you know. I'll give him I'll give him some. Uh, once again, devil's advocate here. I'm going to give him some uh, some bad judgment for putting it up for posting. I mean. I've seen some pretty crazy personal family photos as far as things that they found funny or things that you just would not understand unless you were actually an active member of, the, of said family. Yeah. I have stories 
that if I were to just walk up to a random person <laughs> on the street and tell them my dad did this and this and this to mm-hmm. me, they'd look at me like, huh? Not understanding everything behind it. And there's, there's and people do stupid stuff yeah. for ki- photos of kids all the fucking yeah. time. That lady that put the kid in the carved out pumpkin to take a picture yep. with the whole old mm-hmm. arm and leg holes. Because mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. it was actually a part of a um, Pinterest fail mm-hmm. section. But the whole idea is... My point is, people do stupid things to photograph their children mm-hmm. in "quote unquote" cute ways. Yep. I'm not, and I, I will honestly say it's possible that they had done the folded over, not really t- taping it to the ma- whatever. But when you look at that picture, I you agree. should say, "Ooh, that one looks like we torture our grandbaby." Maybe like we I don't said, post bad that one. judgment call for posting it. But I, watching the baby with a parent with the grandparents there on the video. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you yeah. you would know. I mean, even at that age, if there's been abuse, the kid's gonna have some. It's not gonna be all like you know. I agree. It doesn't look like happy the kid's being abused. I, my point is, is that is this really been this slow of a fucking news <laughs> summer? I mean, was there nothing else to report on that we have to report on something stupid as that? That's not something that needed to make the news. Not at Good all. Point. The local authorities went there. They investigated. They figured out, hey, you're a fucktard for posting this. Probably shouldn't do that again because, you know, eh, people might not like it. It might look bad. But there was actually no foul play there. Yeah. And it's blown up way more than it needs to because of all these things that are going on as far as, you know, stupid parents and, and, and people being shitheads, et cetera, et cetera. I did read an interesting recall story. Oh, yeah? Total recall? No. Oh, so there's not three titties? No three titties. No three titties in this story? Well, that's not good. So, babies have a couple, two babies, well, young children have Mm -hmm. passed away, Mm -hmm. which is not a laughing matter, from climbing inside of their beanbag chairs and suffocating. Mm Mm-hmm. Just a little bit on the, I mean, like, really? How old are these kids? I don't remember. Um, I just I should it's say it's part of a story about the recall. It, They've recalled the beanbag chairs because the zippers are not supposed to open, and they do. Mm-hmm. And so the children climb inside, and then the tiny little beads get in their well, yeah, that, airway. That, I understand. Zipper. I understand how the uh, the death stuff happens. Yeah. That that makes a lot of sense. Um, but it's kind of like the toddler that had his finger chopped off at Washington Square this week in the escalator. I want to know how this happened. Like, I, I, who's I, not being here's the funniest thing? part. Okay, <laughs> one of my one of my, my 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 side not my side time my favorite pastimes when one of these news stories will break is I'll read the story and then I'll just monitor the comment section. Yeah, because it's a treasure trove of, of the worst of both sides. Yes, and and it's just the filthiest of the filthy and just the the trolls. There's just the utter bottom of the barrel, just nasty sludge of the internet. Yes, um, and there is of course. All these people don't come into the defense. Well, don't don't judge just yet. You don't know how this could have happened. It's an accident. I got my shoelace stuck in the escalator one time, and I thought my foot was going to get sucked in. And all these like sob stories about how evil these escalators just like chomp you up and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I've used escalators my entire life, and when you get to the top, you step over the thing. And and, and you know, I had a shoelace get snagged once, and guess what I did? I pulled my foot, kind of yanked it, and it popped right out. And I kept on walking. I wasn't like, you know, the escalator's going to eat me. Oh, my God. <laughs> but all these people were coming to the defense because there was a lot of people who were like, you know, obviously the child was unintended to to have enough to get your finger in a position where it's going to get snagged and then yeah. snapped off the top. It's not like the kid just instantly did it pretty my quickly. My only thought was that it was possible that it was on the top rail mm-hmm. that moves, in which case it, it 
from what I heard, from what I understand, I think it was I'm the stairs. Saying. But either way, a lot of people were saying, obviously, the child wasn't being watched. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the parents weren't paying attention. Yada, 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 yada. And all these people were like, oh, you can't automatically assume that. Why do people always think that parents aren't watching and blah, 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 blah. And guess what came to light about a day or two later? The child was unattended when the accident happened. Completely unattended? Unattended enough that it got away and got into an escalator and had its finger fucking yanked off. So, it's almost as bad as getting your nuts ripped off in a column, you know, combine. I mean, it's I just, don't <laughs> think it's the same. No. <laughs> no, but, but what I'm saying, though, is it's just... It's it's what's pissing me off about this whole Ferguson, Missouri thing. And, and I'm just going to... Real quick, I'm not going to... I don't want to dive too deep into this because it's really... I, I, I can just say, as from a parental standpoint... I feel for the parents that lost their child. I don't care how shitty the child may or may not be. I, I'm not going to get into whether or not this kid was a bad kid or a good kid. I'm going to say a couple things. These parents lost their child. Their child, No matter what, that hurts. And I don't know that level of pain. I hope to God I never know that level of pain. So I'm going to... I'm going to be there uh, there in the respect that I feel bad and my empathy and sympathy goes out to them for that particular issue. Okay? Number two, I don't believe the kid would have been shot had he been white. Period. In a statement, just going to say it. I don't think under the same circumstances had it been a white teenager, would he have been shot dead? No. Would he have been tased? Probably. Would he have been restrained? Yes. Would he have been shot six, seven, eight, however many fucking times it was? I doubt it. Uh, Racism is alive and well in this country. And it's because we have people like the people we live out here in this county with that believe these things and then they, they teach these things to their kids. That's fucked up. Um, but the problem that I have overall is there's not enough information in this case. And the media is just chomping on whatever they get to the extent of we've had outlets, not that Fox News is any gleaming source of wonderful information, but Fox News has, has put a lot, a lot of incorrect information out there. There's another news outlet that used a picture of a teen from here in Portland thinking it was him holding a gun pointing towards a picture of like a stack of cash to make him look like some thugged out, you know, gangbanger type thing. Um, so basically, you take the outlet and they're, they're portraying this kid however they want to portray him, and mm-hmm. nobody's actually got factual information as to what's going on. It's starting to come to light more and more now with the uh, the, the third party medical examiner and other things going on that this tr- that this person the, the level of force that was used against him was not valid as far as also with witness statements and there's a lot of things that are being mishandled in the case. However, all that being said, the media as you stated earlier, yeah. is is doing what they always do, and they're creating a circus out of something that realistically needs to be left the fuck alone until all the available information is out there. Yeah. And that's really... I'm, I'm coming from a person who loves technology, who loves instant access to information, who loves Instagram, who loves all this stuff. I feel like whenever one of these things happens, we go back to the office space days, and everybody busts out their jump to conclusions mat. And it's this great map with a bunch of different conclusions that you can jump to, mm-hmm. right? And all these people hop to their different conclusions without actually ever listening to factual information, which you have to wait for sometimes. Sometimes you just have to wait for all the facts to come out. Yeah. And it's one of those things. But I, I will say that no matter what, if you look at, you know, and there's been a lot of people that have done editorials on it and, and different um, uh, write-ups, had the kid been white, I think this would have ended up differently. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. So... Um, but the news needs to, you know, stop pulling this kind of shit. It's like, it's like with that story about the kid. Yeah, okay, there was an accident in Washington Square. You know, one of the first things these news companies need to do, turn off the fucking comments. It's easy to do. I can walk into my website right now and hit a little button, and all <laughs> comments are disabled. 
because it just breeds this yeah nastiness and people just start running their mouth about shit they just have no fucking clue what they're talking about and it prejudiced and hate and just all this vitriol that just does not need to be put out into the world anymore we need to at some point get past all that bullshit and look towards like you know trying to make this thing place and i'm gonna sound kind of hippie issue for a moment but fuck focus on like the good things stop focusing on you know all this other stuff. When uh, the other kid that got shot prior to the one in Ferguson, um, and I feel bad that I can't recall the name right now. Um, Trayvon Martin. That was yeah, it was Trayvon Martin. It was that one, and there was another one after, in between the two. There was something else going on. We didn't get shot, but he was like, there, anyways. I was looking it up, and it got dumped on this website. Turned out, and I'm pretty, I'm not sure, and I think I may have accidentally looked it up at work. Sorry, you know who at work who monitors those kinds of things, but I ended up getting dumped to this white like supremacist website. <laughs> And the shit that was being said on this website was just like, you know, fucking porch monkey and, and yeah. goddamn apes and, and saying, and just, just, oh God, it was, it was bad stuff. And I'm reading this crap. Like, oh, you know, anybody who tries to say racism's not alive and well in the, in the, in the world. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, am I saying that I agree with any of the responses of the local residents and the, the way they're responding? No. Do I agree that they're pissed or do I understand they're pissed? And do I agree with them being pissed? Fuck Yeah. Are they handling it correctly? Mm-mm. But well, what I want to get back to is a 17-year-old person, whether or not they were screwed up or they were doing the right thing, is now no longer part of this earth. They're dead now. I have a very close friend of mine who probably would have ended up in a very similar scenario had my parents not taken him in, not adopted him, not helped him out, had we not kind of a hey, look, dude, you've done this thing. But because he was doing those things, it didn't make him a bad person. And so many people focus on Okay, well, let's say he was. Let's say he was doing these bad things. Let's say he That's was involved point. in that robbery. You know, blah blah blah. Does that make him, at his core, a bad person? No, but does it make him a misguided teenager that needs some fucking help? Yeah. Well, and um, something that's been bothering me, and I am going to focus on this for yeah. just a second. Mm-hmm. Something that's been bothering me is that um, everybody is jump jumping to the conclusion that well. If you think that they did the wrong thing by shooting him, then you must hate cops and you or must guns. want them to die. Or uh, guns. No, I'm I'm I'm, no, I'm putting saying... aside guns. But everybody's jumping to jump into this well, he had every right to fire because what if that guy had a gun mm-hmm. and was going to kill him? Mm-hmm. Well, no. I'm I'm and I this comes I have we have family that are law enforcement. Mm-hmm. They choose that career. Yep. Knowing that it puts them at greater risk. Yep. And I believe in making sure that they are properly attired mm-hmm. and, you know, properly trained. But I don't believe that their safety comes before. I don't believe that, that they had the right to shoot someone because they might shoot them. Mm-hmm. Because they're cops. Mm-hmm. They've That's taken that do. off. It's kind of like in the military. You go out there. Hopefully, if all goes well, you get your objective with as little casualties as possible. You keep yourself safe, but, you know, you don't. Now. It's not it's not an open-ended excuse just to go out and melee and kill if, whoever. Now, that being said, if that person, that quote-unquote criminal or suspected criminal, is putting other people at danger, not police officers, mm-hmm. but other people, that is when you get to step in and say, I, you know, I now see that this person is a danger to the other Mm-hmm. innocent people around them i can use whatever means necessary but that's not what the case was here nope. um and in most cases not the case yeah well and- there was a sh- there was a shooting of a kid in lake oswego like 10 years ago mm-hmm. but he was threatening to commit suicide mm-hmm. 
he was with he was standing by himself mm-hmm. and they shot him mm-hmm. like well i was actually it was kind of funny we were i was talking with i I happen to know through my job somebody who is on the, the Portland Police Department and has been on the Portland Police Department since 1988. It's been a long slog. He's, he's been in there for a, quite some time, and he's 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 got quite a bit of... And before this, he was in the military police, and so he's got a long, long-sorted policing career. Um, he was talking about how he was at one of the senior staff meetings that they have you know, for their daily shifts and all that, and when this whole thing broke. Mm-hmm. And everybody was reading the reports that were out, because they, they have a privy to more information mm-hmm. than we are, of course. And he's like, everybody was reading the reports, and everybody was talking about, you know, something just didn't seem right with the cop's reaction. Because, so the kid may have been jaywalking down the center of the street. He's like, what would I have done in that situation? I would have gotten on PA. Hey. Jackass, mm-hmm. get off the you know, move off the side, or I'm gonna have to cite you, kind of thing. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. There, there's there's a a hunk missing somewhere that's being, you know, swept under the car mm-hmm. our carpet. We just don't know what that hunk is, so exactly. I can't make any assumptions either way. I'm I'm not going to. I just know that you know my outlook on the story changes on a day-to-day basis if I follow the news close enough to watch it daily and I mm-hmm. stopped doing that a little while ago because it was changing so much because obviously there wasn't any any worthwhile information out there but I will say that there's a couple of problems that I, there's there's a catch-22 we get into here there's a cop that came on to CNN the other day and the, or not CNN but onto a news site and it was played on CNN but I don't think that the source of it was CNN and this lady was doing an interview with him and he had written this article and the gist of his article was this if you are dealing with, if, and you can, you should be able to tell us, if you as a citizen are dealing with somebody, a cop who is your standard, run-of-the-mill, law-abiding, follows the rules, doesn't break things, blah, 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 all you have to do is what they ask you to do, and you're going to walk away. Mm-hmm. You're going to get away scot-free. Mm-hmm. Now, now, you might have to go deal with, maybe if you do disagree with the ticket or you disagree with whatever, you might have to go to the court system and have your day in court, but that's how the legal system is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, that person is there and has, has been given the power to enforce these laws. If you listen to them, you're going to walk away from this scenario. Mm-hmm. What did, and what did they, what did the news article or the news site frame it as? Do as I say and you won't get shot. Is basically what they summarized it up as. <laughs> and he's like, that's the, you're missing my whole point. He's like, if you would read one paragraph behind that, yeah. you would say that I, I said this, this, and this. He said, if I said, I, I put these parameters on it. If you can tell that you're, de- and you can always tell when you've got a power hungry oh, yeah. fuckhead or you've got somebody who's just trying to do their job and is just trying to get home to their family, yada, yada, yada. Um, but if, so if you've got your normal, wants to follow the law type cop, if you just simply do what they say, a lot of time, a lot of times, and this actually came out of the guy that's been working in the PD since 88, they won't even write you the ticket because you know what that means for them? an extra one to three hours of work at the end of their shift because they have to file paperwork. Yeah. And depending on what kind of stop it was and why they were stopped, yada, yada, details the level of paperwork they have to fill out. And frankly, because they're human, (laughs) at the end of the shift, do I want three hours of extra paperwork? Is it really worth this $55 ticket? Or am I just going to tell the person, hey, you know, you know you did this. I know you did this. Next time they're on the stop sign, have a nice day, slow down. You know, that kind of thing. Um... So, I don't automatically go to this whole fuck the police thing because you can't treat them all the same. But then again, I've having just recently visited the South, I can see how things down there Dis- disrespect mm-hmm. is is a an affront. Mm-hmm. I mean, to anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, and 
something you learn in your basic criminology 101 is that criminals and cops have the exact same typical um, psychological profile. Mm -hmm. They both want power and recognition Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. So they're basically the same person themselves. (laughs) The same person, but on different sides of the coin. Yeah. So here you have two two people who, in general... They both want to have the power over the relationship. They both want to have the, via the interpersonal relationship, mm-hmm. not, you know, the relationship relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, you never know. He, true. Maybe that's why he got shot. <laughs> Scorned lover. Oh, wouldn't that be a twist to this case? Yes, but I don't think that's the Cops boy hit an underage boy. Boy's now hanging out with his new boyfriend. Cops pissed off. You don't watch too much TV, dude. Fucking CSI, man. <laughs> um, not CSI, but uh, Law and Order SVU. Dun, dun. <laughs> So, yeah, my point being that, um, yeah, I lost it. Sorry. But basically. My cop boinking an underage kid got you all off guard, didn't it? What? How did it get there? You Um, said scorned lover, or you said not like, you you said interpersonal relationship, not (laughs) personal relationship. I'm like, oh, maybe it is. And that's why he's all, you know. Anyway, they both want the power. And so you've got this dynamic Mm -hmm. where they're fighting over. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, well, I'm in charge. No, I'm in charge. No, I'm in charge. And it it gets out of control. I mean, we've seen it at the racetrack even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you think you're in charge? Well, I'll show you. Mm-hmm. You're not. So. Mm-hmm. And and I'm just there like, yeah, ultimately, you both need to back the fuck up because <laughs> I'm breaking this up. But and... when you're the guy who thinks you should be in charge and you've got a gun. Yeah. It changes the dynamic. It does. And, um, you know, there's a certain level of any male under the age of 90 has a certain level of um, ego that can't be abused, you know, can't be downtrodden. And it's different for every male. Mm -hmm. But, you know, most often males under 20 have the highest level. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're. If you're pissing him off, you know, saying you're in charge and he wants to combat that and then you have to pull out your gun to assert that power, mm-hmm. that's the problem. But on the flip side of that, the more there's been there was actually a really well brought up point that I saw on the news a little bit about that. They showed a similar story to another incident that happened in Germany. Mm-hmm. German cops asked this guy to, you know, whatever. Guy got confrontational with him. What's the German cop do? Caps the fucker in the knee guy drops to the ground he's like yeah can't really fight me now can you cuffs him puts him in the car takes him in the hospital that worked <laughs> i mean realistically he I, shot the I guy agree. in the leg and, I, and that it can completely now he was still able to get his rocks off by shooting his gun <laughs> if that's the kind of thing he's into but he had enough self thought and, and con- <laughs> control to go you know what this is not a, a lethal force necessary situation I can disarm this guy simply by making, you know what? You can't fucking walk anymore. Go ahead. Hit me from the ground. What are you going to do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, but, but it was very... I agree with that of, more than anything else. A lot else. of anything else was very parallel to this story. It was, you know, younger person getting combative. Cops like, hey, knock it off. Yada, yada, yada. So cop puts a bolt in his leg. Guy's laying on the ground screaming. He cuffs him. I'm sure everybody in the scenario would have been much happier with mm-hmm. a shot in mm-hmm. the leg. Th- that's my only thing is that, you know, the, re- the people are afraid that their guns are going to get taken away. It could very well possibly happen. And you want to know why? Because idiots like this who use lethal force when it is completely and totally unnecessary. However, on the flip side of that, I still have a problem with that, though, too. Because, for example, there was that story of the guy who was getting in trouble for shooting somebody who broke into his house because the person was now running away. Mm-hmm. 
I, I kind of have, I, I sit on, I really sit on the fence in this one because ultimately if you're following your training and your gun safety and everything else to, to the T or like in my case, the Kenpo that I do mm-hmm. and, and the martial arts that I've done, when the person is no longer a threat to you at that point, you stop. Mm-hmm. If you don't stop at that point, you're considered out of line. Mm-hmm. So by that training, once that person is running the other direction or they're disabled on the ground, they're no longer a threat. You need to stop. I agree. However, on the flip side of it, I don't know that I could. If somebody came in here and, and, and breached my fr- threshold, breached my front door and scared my kids, do I know that I could actually stop myself from eradicating them from this earth? I don't know that I could. I would hope that I could so that I can continue to be here as a father to my children and a husband to my wife. But you fucked up big time by walking across that threshold. You had no fucking right to be here. No, I don't care how pissed poor your might life be, is. It might be more you had of no a, right to a be man, here. woman kind of thing. Because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I have no problem with that. If they're running away, I am happy. Go for it. Run. But I want to catch him. No, I want to punish him. Well, I don't want to kill him. I, I just not, don't think. Well, for me, it's I don't. Maybe it is a difference between male and female. I don't know. But for me, it's just it's it's a total lack of. And for me, I look at it this way: I would never broach somebody else's territory. I would always ask, you know, if I'm going to, even when I'm entering, like, I have I have a hard time dropping my kids off at daycare without knocking on the door. I don't do it anymore because I've been told, don't knock on the door. <laughs> we might have a baby sleeping. But it bugs me every time I turn that handle and I just walk into her house. Mm-hmm. Because that's not in my nature to do. In my nature, it's that is her domicile. That is her husband's domicile. I need to <laughs> knock first. My own personal domicile, bitch. <laughs> exactly. That's what, but that's exactly what I flopped to. Is that Breaking Bad? You know, I don't harass me. My own, you know, that's not. It, it, it is that. And so for me, it's. I need permission to enter there. I don't belong. I, I'm. I might be a guest, but I. It's still not mine. And that's my good. Maybe that's my good upgrade for my parents. Whatever. So in my mind, if somebody and and for me, if it was, and I've always. Like, I've always tried, and I, I try to, like, this happens a lot with my road rage, and I really try to control it. When I'm by myself, and these people cut me off and do all the shit that I flip out big time when you guys are in the car with me, I don't normally flip out that badly when I'm by myself. But it's because I'm not responsible for four lives. I have a hard time believing any of that bull One of these days, we'll have to get, like, a GoPro amount in the car. Because most days, I just laugh at them. Every once in a while, if somebody does something really stupid, I go ape shit. But I, I, I do. This is the man who has talked to me several times about people who want to get out and fight with him. And mm-hmm. I mean, clearly you're doing something to piss these people off. Nine times out of ten. Did I tell you about the baseball bat guy? Yeah, you did. Okay. Nine times out of ten, I'm, I'm on their ass because they're doing 35 and a 55 in the left-hand lane. Well, of course I'm going to be on your ass. Seriously. That's like the person that likes to walk their waddle their fat ass down the middle of the supermarket aisle. With kids on either side. And, and you just get stop pissed and off and mm-hmm. rear-end them too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They should be lucky. That's all I'm doing. But I mean, no, but but I, I do get, I, 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 from my own internal rage factor, I do get exponentially more pissed off when my family is involved because if you cut me off and I get into an accident, I have four other lives in that vehicle that I'm responsible for that if I'm, they're going to get hurt because you're a fucktard, I'm going to find a way to find you and hurt you. And it's the same thing when you come into my house. You come into my house. This is my safe zone for my children. To violate that for them you violated something huge and I'm going to find a way to violate you probably with a broomstick. All right. So it's, <laughs> it's a just, little, uh, sexual well, I, well, there. No, dude. I'm just saying, just saying. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, well, I'm just saying, I'm you just know, saying. don't fucking walk to my front door unless you got permission to period in the statement, you know, but, and so you, you go, it, it gets all wonky because 
was the person no longer a threat? Yes. Were they running away? Sure. Would I have unloaded a few more bolts in their back? <laughs> There's a pretty fucking good chance that I probably would have, which is why I don't currently own a gun right now, because I don't feel that I can trust myself enough to not... I got to get to that point where I can control my anger just a wee bit more. At least with my fist, I can only do so much damage. You know, the bolt's pretty permanent, so... I agree. Bullets are very permanent. And it's just one of those things. And that's, that's also... But I have to say, that thought process right there is strictly my father. That's my dad, who... who being ra- who was being trained by military raised me. He said, Here the, here's the key, buddy. Here's what a gun will do to you. Took me out and showed me. Mm-hmm. You pull a gun, you have to be ready to take somebody's life. Whether or not the situation goes that route, the minute that thing comes out of that holster or you grab onto it, at that point in time, you made the active decision that I might kill this person. You better fucking mean it. Because it, that is what it is. You're, yeah. you, you, have the, you have the ability at that point to take somebody's life. And every time I was... I, every time... When I was trained, every time it, you know, got to that mm-hmm. point of talking about it, it was, you don't pull your gun until you're ready to pull you, the trigger. You don't, yeah, you And don't. if you're pulling your gun out of its holster, mm-hmm. you're doing it to fire on someone. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it to threaten them. Yeah. If you feel threatened enough to pull it, you feel threatened enough to exactly. use it. And it would only be in a situation where your life or someone else's life yep. depended on it. You don't even brandish it. Exactly. You don't even show them that you have one. Which is why when I had my concealed weapons permit, when I had a gun, I never ever mm-hmm. drew it except one time mm-hmm. and I came this close to firing and at the last moment he walked away. Yeah. And, and he was, was, wasn't he thumping on one of your friends? Yeah. Yeah. I, and I don't I don't blame you for it. No, I, he was he was wailing on my roommate. I, I've got a buddy of mine whose sister was getting thumped on by a um by a similar situation mm-hmm. and he pulled out his his pistol and he's like, Okay, he, he told the guy to knock it the fuck off and sat down on the couch. Then he gets on the phone with the cop. He said, okay, I want you to understand. Or 911. He's like, I want you to understand something. I've pulled a pistol. I'm, like, this close to shooting this fucker in the head. He was hitting, you know, he was thumping on my sister. You need to send somebody out here to pick him up. I am the legal mm-hmm. owner to this place. <clears throat> I do have a weapon. I want you to understand there is a gun on premises loaded. He was very clear about That's it. exactly what I did. I called yeah. the police. I said, I need the police mm-hmm. at this number. My roommate's husband is is beating her up. I have a gun. I'm going upstairs. I will not draw it unless I need to. Mm-hmm. And I essentially, I kept the phone with me and I walked upstairs. I pulled it out. I said, walk out the door now. And he did. Mm-hmm. And I... I mean, it's the closest I've ever come and ever will, think, hopefully, ever come to that situation. And um, it holds a lot of power. It really does. With great power comes great responsibility. Exactly. There's, that, there's no joke. It might be a comic book line, but there's no joke there. Yeah. So. So, I mean, little side, we kind of rolled off there, but, but realistically, it comes down to... We don't know all the information yet. We don't have all the information. At this point in time, I think our focus should be this. We lost a child. Yep. Good, bad, or indifferent, we lost a child. And I say we because collectively as a human race, we lost another kid that possibly... Now, I, I, I can't... I, all I'm going to say is we lost the kid because I don't know anything about the kid's motives because I don't know enough information about anything yet because everything that I'm seeing, I'm getting so much bad information, I can't make an educated decision on it yet. Mm-hmm. We also have too many hot-headed cops. And I get it. Their life, you know... It's partly of who they pull from, though. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. The only people who are volunteering for that kind of job are the people who probably shouldn't have it. Kind of mm-hmm. like the presidency. Yeah. I mean, exactly. really. Mm-hmm. So, we need to wait till all the rest of the information is done. I, I agree with the fact that a third party need to come in to investigate it. 
Um, it saddens me that the National Guard had to come out and get in this. It's one of the few few times when I go, oh, communism, that might work. <laughs> well, <laughs> because like, okay. because in communism, you're elected to a, or yeah. not elected, you're chosen for a position not based on, mm-hmm. you know, do you want to do it? But this is your job. Well, I've I've drawn the com- I've drawn the comparison here before. Having grown up a military brat and dealing with the military police versus dealing with the, yeah. the civilian police, dealing with the military police, you knew <laughs> that if you stepped over that threshold, they were going to use lethal force. Yeah. They were going to beat the fuck out of you. And short of like raping you or you know just extremely just just hor- like way horrible abuse of power. Nothing was going to happen to them because mm-hmm. you did not fucking listen. Yeah. Period in a statement. So coming out and dealing with the civilian cops are like, nah, now, Johnny, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Don't don't spit in my face. That's bad. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But at the same time, talking to this person that's been in the PD for since 88, I just found out that, get this, people who live in the city of Portland, your cops have a very handoff and this is a this is a department policy. They are to take a very hands-off approach to everything. Mm-hmm. If there's something going on, will this resolve itself without actually, you know, killing somebody? Yep. Okay, then I'm going to let it resolve itself. Yep. Is if there's not, you know, an an imminent absolute 100% you can't even walk they don't even want you walking in there and showing that you're present. Because of the simple fact of the matter is they've been sued too many times. Granted, some of them have been very, very valid, valid. because people have been out of line. But like then, they but then, the... get this. What's, this. what's the biggest complaint this cop gets now? You guys don't do enough for us. Yeah. You don't step in enough. Well, what the fuck? You can't have it both ways. Either they step in, they make their presence known, these things happen, we deal with them, or they do what they're doing now. Well, and I, I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with what people want out of their police force is a mediation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they want to they want to see something going on and call the police and say something's going on and have the police show up and defuse the situation. Not make it worse. But nine times out of ten, the police make it worse mm-hmm. because of those personality profiles, those psychological once again, and tendencies once again. because of how you get police officers. You don't get police officers by saying, oh, you're a responsible citizen. Maybe you should be a police officer. You get police officers by getting people who want to do that job, not necessarily because they want to help people. Like, that might be what they tell themselves, mm-hmm. but really there's something in them that says they want to have that level of power over people. Well, not every single one, yep. but I'm saying as a general rule. Mm-hmm. And and that is the problem. The people you're self-selecting for bad people. Exactly. And another thing is this, and I'll, I'll leave it at this too. Um, you guys want, as as a police in general, you want people to respect you. Be worthy of mm-hmm. the respect. Growing up a young kid in in the city of Portland, dealing with Portland police, dealing with the city of Milwaukee police, dealing with some of these small little podunk towns that I went to. The amount of harassment I got because I was a skateboarder, mm-hmm. because I was somebody who looked bad, who looked like I might be there to cause trouble. Not just, hey, look, what's going on? Can you, you know, not, I mean, general, genuine harassment by the cops. I still, to this day, cringe when I see a police officer. I get, I, I get, I, I get nervous. Like, okay, what am I going to have to deal with today? I know I've got this. I've got a beard. I've got. I, I've got my head shaved. I looked. I look like you know. I might be perpetrating something. So, I, I've not got, anymore, honey. Well, I, but you know, <laughs> Sorry. What, you, you see what I'm saying, though. <laughs> but you, you, you can't you rage what, against that machine anymore, baby. No, no. But, but you see what I'm saying, though. Is <laughs> I that do. I, I, you know, 
you you can't judge me off the you know it's just it's one of those things that you have to be worthy of respect yeah you know if you want to be respected then bring as you said bring people into your pd that are worthy of the respect you can't do that well then there's these there's there's the bottom line root of the problem now had another discussion with somebody else at work today or not today but this week about how they were flower they were just they didn't understand they didn't get like you know he's a you know people he, he understood that, that legally people can record cops yeah he didn't understand the precedent behind it or reason why yeah i'm like i i get it i'm not saying that you know it's going to help the situation any but at the same time there's that video from you know once again down south hmm uh <laughs> perhaps we just you know that whole civil war thing maybe we should have just let them have their own fucking country like, fuck it go ahead bring your, bring all the african americans up here we'll treat them nice you all go down there and just fucking you know drink your your cheap ass moonshine swill and and fly your confederate fag fl- fag oh, <laughs> Oops, a little bit of a uh, hmm there's the root of the problem no uh, they're all a bunch of closeted homosexuals that can't handle themselves no i'm joking um but Repression can really yeah, bother you. It, it does psychologically. But I, you just have to be worthy of respect. You have to be somebody who is respectable. And there's a lot of people that I've dealt with many, many times that aren't. And there's also a lot of cops I've dealt with that have been totally cool. And people need to realize <clears throat> something. I did bad things. I got mm-hmm. caught. Mm-hmm. I got caught driving with a suspended license. Did I treat the cop like he was some kind of asshole because he caught me? No. no. You were the one wrong. I said, you're right. I didn't know at the time and I, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But the truth, the, it all boiled down to, I was respectful because I knew I'd done something wrong. Ultimately, it was your fault. And it was my fault. Whether, and or, not, I, whether or not the circumstances sucked. Exactly. Whether or not the world was against you, it's still. The world was against me, by the way. Your totally. Fault. I've been there too. Um, so I, my point is if people law abiding or not mm-hmm. would say when they get caught, yep, you caught me and take their punishment, mm-hmm. wouldn't that be a better society to live in? If, if the cops could be that, like, Hey, you broke the back, law. I kind of have to enforce that. That's my job. That goes and back the, to parenting. And the criminal was like, yep, that's your job. And I was breaking the law. So Take me away, officer. It goes back to parenting. If everybody could do that, it goes back to parenting. We would all, you know, actually live, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. People wouldn't die, mm-hmm. which is awesome, and you know, everything would be better. Um, now, racial stuff is getting getting out of hand. It is. I, I mean, when you look at the, you know, a black guy does this and a white guy does the same thing and the jail sentence differences is it's it's appalling. It's mm-hmm. I mean, it makes me just cringe. So, I, we won't go too far into that. I know that there's some some very serious problems in our justice system at the moment. There are. Well, glad you brought that up. <laughs> that Uh-oh. actually shoots me right into my um right into my next little uh tidbit here that we're going to go over in just a second before i bring this up i'm going to ask you to be completely and 100 <laughs> honest to the listeners when i watched this i said hmm if i lived there i'd be serving four or five consecutive life sentences by now <laughs> i don't hold my tongue when it comes to the cussing in front of the kids not necessarily it depends uh, on what it is i uh, there, there, i get mad at you because you use uh Female slurs, which I would greatly appreciate you the, not using well, uh, derogatory certain, terms. There are the derogatory terms I try not to use in front of them. 
Are you talking about like cunt or I don't use that? that I don't use that for bitch. the kids. Bitch, I bitch, and, I do. Bitch, yeah. I do. I, I, and or slut, which you have said, mm-hmm. or whore. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I call him like I see him. If you're driving, <laughs> if you're driving down the road, <laughs> yeah, like you cannot more drive sh- like a whore, okay? Oh, yeah, Unless you, you are physically having sex while you are driving, you cannot drive but, like a whore. But if that's what their car looks like, they're doing as they're going down the road, they're swerving and, and whatnot. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying. So, but but I'm I'm just saying just that. like I have stopped calling men dicks because mm-hmm. it's we well, shaming. Well, yeah, I know it's not body we're, shaming. We're proud of our penises. As Mitch Fatel would say, we're the only people in this world or in anywhere that have this secret ingredient that we're willing to give up at any you know <laughs> the drop of a hat. The girl wants some of it. Yeah, here, here you go. Here I'll give you some. I'll dispense some of that. No problem. Um, so yeah, so I don't. I, and and I, actually, I do more of those. You guys have to understand that there's a certain age that you get to where, like, you know, God shining the light down upon you. Oh, you'll be allowed to use these words. Much like when I popped Ezra across the mouth for saying my dick. Yes. Right? <laughs> oh. It wasn't just that he said Because if it he was said the way my dick. The way, no, it was the way he said it. Yeah. My dick. Yeah, and I'm like, like oh. My God! And did you, you know just what? Say that? I had to give you props for restraining yourself because I, I had almost, to slap. I had my hand up. I no. was like, ah! and I smacked him for you because <sighs> I like no fucking way, dude. And so, out of line. Especially but, considering the circumstances, mm-hmm. was not worth that much no. indignation no. on his part. No, but it's it's one of those things that uh, I don't filter because I don't I. I I, I deal with that kind of like how I deal with other things or I want to deal with other things with the kids is that I don't think it's necessary of a filter. I think that instead of shielding our children from these things and being appalled when these things happen, we need to prepare them for the real world. Guess what happens? And this is what really bugs me about your hardcore faiths. Like the really, truly hardcore Mormons, the hardcore Christians, the hardcore Jews, the hardcore Catholics. It doesn't matter what you are. That... They ignore that other people might curse. Well, they don't even ignore that. They, they they find it absolutely appalling, which you can do. And they shield their children from it. And then when their children encounter it, they have no fucking clue how to handle it. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if you would just say, hey, look, this is what we believe. This is how we want to live our life. This is how we want to model ourselves. This is how we think you should behave. But when you get out past these doors outside of our umbrella of protection you're going to come in to find out that not everybody has had either this golden upbringing that you've had or they haven't had the ability to you know whatever the case may be are you hearing things sirens okay all good yep so you're not going to be able you're not always going to be with me and i can't always she'll do that and don't be surprised if somebody else doesn't have the same scruples and morals that you do that's why people get leave their purse in the car and they're like I can't believe that I got my it got stolen from my car really really you left your purse visible in the car or you left this visible in the car it got stolen like when our, when our son Ezra had his my my my, my vehicle got broken into and his Game Boy got stolen I wasn't mad I still think that was one of the little brats of the church I think it was too I, I actually I know who it was I just didn't have any way to prove it but I know exactly who it was um one of the kids whose parents lived on the property, they rented one of those houses. It was I, it was her older brother. I know it for a fact. But I had no way to get an entry to his house to prove it, so that's another story. But ultimately, see, the problem was I didn't realize Ezra had tossed his Game Boy under the seat of the car. Yeah. I didn't realize it was out in the open. So I 
felt bad because I had to chastise him a little bit. Like, dude, buddy, this sucks. This is horrible. And your Game Boy got stolen. Kind of your fault. (laughs) You can't leave this shit out there. I understand that you want to trust everybody, but you can't. In a church parking lot. (laughs) Mind you. But as we've all come to learn, wicked shit goes down in church. At my mom's church. Okay. Wicked shit goes down in church. At my mom's church, some poor elderly couple left their a couple of things on their back seat including mm-hmm. their their very treasured scriptures mm-hmm. they looked like they might be expensive because they were in a nice case mm-hmm. and the we're talking mormons yeah. treasure these things they went I on know. missions with them yep. they write notes in them they, i mean they're very detailed stole their scriptures dude it's like taking somebody's first condom they saved I, it's, it's <laughs> so bad like i mean i I'm sitting there going, what could you possibly do with that? Like, is it just so that you can be a punk at that point? Nine times out of ten, it ends up in the gutter somewhere because they thought it was something way better than what it was. Exactly. And so, but... All right, let's watch your video. So, yeah, finishing the thought there, you got to teach these kids. You can't shelter them. You can't say... You, you need to say, this is how our world, i.e., within the confines of these four walls of this house, this is how we operate. Once you walk out that door... Here's how the world operates. Would we like the world to be a better place? Yes. Let's do what we can to make this world a better place. Put whatever positivity or whatever you want to do to try to make the world a better place. However, under fucking stand that it's not. We are not there yet. We are We are not. It's just not possible. We would love for it to be this way, but this is not the way it is. So don't be shocked when somebody says fuck. Don't be shocked when you see a titty. Don't be shocked when you see this. Don't be shocked when you see somebody smoking or drinking on the side of the street. I would like to also say something in the defense of free speech. You can say whatever the fuck you want to. Mm-hmm. Around whoever the fuck you want to. Mm-hmm. As l- Unless you're black. <laughs> or Mexican. My point I'm being... Saying. If you're, if you're any other color besides white or yellow, you can't. My point being that All it does, it all it should do is show your moral co- moral compass. and compass. It should. It should. If I'm around a room full yeah. of unfamiliar children mm-hmm. under the age of ten, mm-hmm. I do not curse as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Every now and then something might slip out, but usually not that bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little shit. Whoops, mm-hmm. you know, if I drop something, whatever. But I'm pretty good. Now we have encountered people. On the Max train, mm-hmm. who were not, and you know what? It really wasn't the cursing that bothered me. Mm-hmm. He was talking about drugs and a bitch he humped the night and before. a bitch he had humped the night before, and how mm-hmm. his dick still smelled like her, and yep. that I kind of, I kind of felt that was a little over the line. No, it was, and so, <laughs> and, and but, but then again, I didn't, I didn't say, dude, you can't talk like that. I mm-hmm. just explain to the kids later that some people talk like that mm-hmm. like it wasn't well also we i didn't make we, his we, but part of what we did too is we we engaged with the kids in conversation so they were focusing on us right and not on that should we have to do that fuck no, no. should these people have enough you know, thing but you know what looking at the kids i can guarantee you i know the type of upbringing we had and i understand the way they are the way they are yeah. it doesn't make it right but that's what goes back to that whole thing maybe we could find a way to help them versus always wanting to, to to jump on them and harm them. And that's taken a lot for me because 
growing, I, I, you know, growing up, especially in the areas that I grew up in, it was in a very white community. So when I finally got integrated, quote unquote, a little more, getting used to these different lifestyles. At first, I was like, "You guys are all fucking just you." No, you need to be like this. And it was like, but then it's like, no, you know what? Really, that's just how they roll, you know. And I, there was, I learned to respect them going over to some of their houses and whatnot, and these friends that were of different nationalities, and seeing the hey, look, you know, while they don't handle it the same way my parents do, they their parents are expecting the same things. They're mm-hmm. just being a shithead teenager like me. Oh, okay, yeah, I get it. So, um, yeah, no, so it's just one of those things. You you need to. You, you need to give your kids a healthy understanding that it would be awesome if it was all roses and, and gravy when, you know, these things happen. But understand that there's a lot of shit out there in this world. And the taller the boot your boots are, the less of it you're going to get on your pants. Okay. <laughs> or, you know, the shit, shit sandwich. The more bread you have, the less shit you got to eat kind of thing. It's just kind of the way it goes. It's, it's, it's all about it's, it's just understanding and going knowing that when you enter this realm, outside of these walls it's going to be completely different but i have to say it it's been tough for me at work even mm-hmm. sometimes like people don't curse at my job mm-hmm. and like look at me i'm in i'm in an office we do sales mm. it's a very very it's business casual quote mm-hmm. unquote but there's a certain level of there's just a certain level you're supposed to hold up. And so you have to be very careful with what you say and you have to be very careful with what you let loose. And there was one time, like just a couple of weeks ago, I, I got really pissed off with the lady at the front desk who was trying to get me to do her job. And I'm like, yeah, but she kept asking the same question over and over again. And then I kept giving her the same answer. I don't know. I need to go out here to do this. And I'm actively walking out to that location to try to do what I need to do to get the answer. And she's chasing me. And she just keeps asking the same question over and over again. And I'm just like, I don't fucking know. I won't fucking know until I fucking get out there and ask the goddamn fucking question. And after all that left my mouth, I'm like, oh, Oh, shit. shit. (laughs) Luckily, knowing who she is. And knowing the things that I've heard her say, she wasn't about, in the situation she's in, she wasn't about to say anything about me. But it was like, I was so pissed that all that just rolled out of my mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> trying to grab the words, and it was just another valuable lesson. You yeah. can't get them back once they're spoken. Nope. But then I flipped around, and I'm walking out there, and, and one of the other employees looks at me, and she's kind of like, uh, <laughs> she kind of chuckles. I'm like, fuck, I can't get a fucking answer time. I'm out there talking to the fucking person I need to fucking talk to. My fucking gut. And I'm just, it was, and that whole tirade was over. I'm just like, hmm. I was in the middle of a very of a sales office. Luckily, I didn't see any customers. Thank God, management wasn't there. But that was after dealing. I had a, had had a horrible morning that morning. So, but that was all me. That ultimately, I lost my cool. Yeah. So had somebody called me on it. But it reflected on you. Yeah. But had somebody called me on it, I would have had to say, yeah, you know what? I am tired of dealing with ultimate stupidity. I'm tired of dealing with absolute just complete and total lack of any type of ineptitude or any ability to fucking configure a thought on your own i'm surprised that half these people i work with can fucking get up and get dressed in the morning all that aside i still shouldn't have said those things i can have those thoughts all fucking day long i can think all these things about how some of these people just need help but when it comes down to being face to face with them i've got to be professional and it's also one of those things you learn so you gotta, you know, you, but so really through the weeds, into the muck, out and about here, I don't filter myself in front of my children when it comes to cuss words and stuff like that because they're going to encounter this. And I would much rather hear them see, hear it from me and then me say, hey, look, 
here's the deal behind it versus hearing it from somebody else. And it's kind of like the sex talk. I'm broaching it a lot earlier with Ezra than I want to because he's getting very bad information from his older siblings at his mom's house. So bad. So, so bad. But so that's but rather than sweep it under the carpet and go, eh, I'll get to it or just not want to deal with it, I'm hitting it head on. Look, dude, here's the deal. Your brother says that's humping. That's not humping. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the very gross mechanical definition of it, yeah, it's kind of humping. But Jesus, she's not going to be happy with you, buddy. No, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but it's just one of those things that, you know, I, I'm not I, I'm not skirting these issues because I want them to get the information from me so that I know what they're getting versus what they're hearing. Because I remember the shit that I heard versus what I got as a child. And my a, in sixth grade, my friend totally had us all convinced that she had gotten pregnant from eating a pill. Was this a semen covered pill? No. I think she got it because her older sister started taking birth control pills, uh, and she misinterpreted the point. Like so you can take a pill so you don't get pregnant. Maybe you can take a pill so you can get, get pregnant, pregnant or mm-hmm. do get pregnant. So kind of like kind of like the girl in our health class when we did the whole sex ed thing that was freaked out about what if a boy pees inside me <laughs> and the poor teacher and I feel I, God I feel bad for these teachers because they're broaching a subject to these kids they, they really should never have they to. shouldn't have to no. do it the parents should be responsible for this the parents need to explain dude you got a dick here's what happens when this thing you know, here, here's goes what, off <laughs> here's what happens yeah it's much like a gun you shoot it in the wrong direction <laughs> Things are going to happen. You're probably not going to want to happen, even if it's feeling good at the time. He was like, yeah, boom, fucking trigger. Afterwards, you're like, hmm, that probably wasn't the best decision. Now what's going to happen? Well, and girls need to be taught that they have hormones, too. Mm-hmm. So even though it feels really great right now and, mm-hmm. you know, you're sure that they love you and they're going to love you forever and ever, just tomorrow, like Meatloaf says. I, I, due to the male ego at that age, tomorrow you're just another notch in the bedpost or you're another, you know, you know whatever. Well, you could be. Nine times out of ten. My point. My I would point rather. Is, I would rather temperance go around thinking that all boys are out to just get a piece of ass and aren't going to be faithful to her than the other way around. That way, when she finds, she can really filter out the bullshit and find the one and true person. Because ultimately, I think I'm a pretty good, fairly decent husband. I think I'm a fairly decent. I'm. 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 I'm kind of a catch. I'm. I'm you know. I'm. I'm okay. But in high school, when those hormones were raging. I, I looked at a girl that was really cute. I was like, eh, I wasn't thinking about, I could spend my life with her. I was thinking about, I could put my penis in that. <laughs> That's what my thoughts were. And I need my daughter to understand that. I need my daughter to go, this is what's going to, he's not. He's, I would I would rather what, her understand in high school that if she wants to experiment, that's fine. But she shouldn't experiment on the, 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 the osis that this is going to be forever. <laughs> like, like if if you're gonna have sex with a boy, just acknowledge oh, he'll the love fact that you. he'll love you all right. He'll love you like lo- ten fucking he'll, seconds. He'll love you long enough to that nut pops. <laughs> and it's like, ah, babe, oh, I got. Oh, look at the time. Mm, I forgot. I told Johnny I was gonna hang out with him tonight, and you know he's a boy. I gotta go. You know, because that's. I think I drunkenly mentioned that my first boyfriend mm-hmm. broke up with me two days after. After, yeah. yeah. Two that. days, but see, that's another problem we have when in the especially in the states that you don't, we don't explain these things. The hormones that are raging through a teenage body. Yeah, sad. I know you get the little bottle lip out and everything. You're not nearly as good as Trent is, though. So, but 
It's okay. I was using him just as much as he was using me because my dad did teach me that men were exactly. pigs. Exactly. So <laughs> that's and so just to go off the auspice that all, all men are pigs. So when you find the one that's not a pig, oh look. Ooh. Well, just generally accept that most men are going to be pigs until they're a little older. Mm-hmm. That until you're both. Mm-hmm. As I always told my friends, you cannot be a couple until you're two separate people. That whole myth of I found my other half is bullshit. Mm-hmm. You can find somebody who ultimately completes you or makes or makes you feel whole, but it, it takes a lot to get there. Yeah. So, like I said, wow, we went all over the place in that we one. Did. But basically, <laughs> be real with your kids. I cuss in front of my kids. If I, if I, you should cuss in front of your kids too. No, unless you live in this state. Oh, that's let's go. That's where we're going here. So let me find my mouse pointer. Oh, look, there it is. Ooh. I can do this techie stuff. I'm good at the computers. I think. Oh, it's trying. They're going to be ad. You know, a woman in South Carolina was arrested for allegedly dropping the F-bomb at her kids in the grocery store. Apparently, that's illegal in North Augusta um, to use bad words in anger around other people. Oh, well, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Wolf is charged with disorderly conduct. A customer, Danielle, a customer says that she... I'm going to pause it here for a second. I, I really want you to make sure to pay attention to the guy at the end cracked me up. I laughed my ass off when he came on, so. He heard her cursing and called police. Now, this is what Woof says happened. And she's like, you said the F word. You told that she was, they were smashing the bread. I said, no, I said it to my husband that he was smashing the bread by throwing the frozen pizzas on top of it. Officers wouldn't comment. The customer who called police reportedly said that she was trying to help the children. She didn't mean for the woman to get arrested. Not that blinking bread. The other bread. <laughs> yeah. These poor cops have to go. These poor cops have to go. I don't know about cursing at children, but I am so guilty of cursing oh, around me. my husband. Let's put it that way. I would have a rap sheet a mile long <laughs> if I lived in North Augusta. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Yeah. No, um, my problem with that whole thing is, is that... Um, that lady, I didn't want her to get arrested. No, you wanted to have her kids fucking taken away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know better what's better mm-hmm. for the kids. Because mm-hmm. cursing cur- cursing parents mm-hmm. is so much worse than foster but, but, care. But like I said, I would be serving like four or five consecutive life sentences right now. It's much like the fight that my ex and I got into one time. Where I'm pulling a four by eight sheet of dry, or, uh, plywood, three quarter inch, heavy shit, like a hundred and some pounds off the back of this damn van and it slips out of my hand then drops and lands on, the, on all 10 of my toes and i said oh, I things, can only imagine <laughs> i said things that would make you know the most hardened anybody blush and she comes out and just starts reading me the riot act about how i shouldn't speak that way in front of her children and blah blah blah, blah and yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i'm like i was out here by myself what are you talking about i i I'm sorry. I hurt. It, it fucking hurt. I'm still. I'm still like in pain, right? I'm yeah. still like freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not here by my fucking self. I don't the fucking. And she's like, they were at the damn window. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't had a motherfucking audience. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, but it was the truth. I was like, I didn't, you know. But I, I watching that. I'm like, there's been times where you've barked at me and oh, don't yeah. fucking do that or, or vice versa. It's like, okay. Where is it that these people think they get off? They need to tell somebody else. Or get involved in somebody else's parenting. It's what we've been saying since the very first damn episode. Mm-hmm. Mind your own business. Unless there is like physical actual harm. physical abuse or it looks like somebody's diddling somebody they shouldn't be diddling. Yeah. 
you need to back the fuck up and give people a little bit. Because, you know, there's been times, you know, once again, I, I feel like I'm a fairly decent, okay, dad. Like today, though, there are times where the kids are just at their they're at their prime. They they are like I swear to God, they're all banded together in this true in this unity, you know, with the our power you know, evil. wonder triplet powers activate right, you know, <laughs> form of piss dad the fuck off, and they go out of their way to really test the limits and and cause me to lose my shit a little bit to the point with Trent today. I don't even know what store we were in, but we walked we walked in the store. And I didn't get the right cart. Now this Ooh, is no this rookie is, mistake. But see, no, no. This isn't like a car cart versus a normal cart mm-hmm. thing. This is this place only has normal carts. Yeah, I didn't get the cart that he wanted. It was IKEA. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the cart that he wanted. Not sure how. Whatever. They all look the same. But okay, two year old mine. And then, oh no 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 no! It wasn't about. It was because I got the cart. We couldn't go on the escalator. Big time, I that was a big time daddy mistake right there. No cart, I couldn't go on the escalator. I'm a bad, bad person. So he starts losing his shit. This Lego guy looks like you. <laughs> Sorry. And he, it's okay. He starts just going ape shit on me and just freaking out and yelling, no, daddy, and just screaming and yelling. And then Tempe the entire time doing that thing that she likes to do where she hangs on the side of the cart. Uh-huh. Only problems with an Ikea cart, all four all wheels four swivel. Wheel spin, so so just nothing. Like... So the cart is fucking just like, oh, and she's dancing and twirling. The car's <laughs> dancing and twirling with her and it's running into me and Trent's freaking out. So finally I'm like, that's it. I've had it. Stop. Stop! And everybody's kind of looking at me, and Tempe just freezes, and Ezra's back there like, oh, dude, you guys fucked up. Because he was being good. He's in the back, I'm like, man, I just got back. I don't want any part of this. You know, I just I don't want to deal with this. And I get down on Trent's face, I'm like, you look at me, and you look at me right now. Because he was in that thing where he was averting his eyes, yeah. and he wouldn't look at me. And so finally, I grabbed his chin, and I looked at him, and I swung him around, and I made him stare at me. I'm like, you say another fucking word about the goddamn escalator. I'm going to pull you out of the cart. I'm going to bust your ass. And then I'm going to put you back in the cart. And we're going to take the fucking elevator anyways. No matter what you do, we're going in that elevator. So you might as well shut up about it right now because you are not going to go on the escalator. Do you understand me? And he just goes, yes. And I'm like, good. Then be good. Okay. And then we walk on. He's fine. But I wasn't going to walk my kid through Ikea. And screaming and yelling and whatnot. But people did kind of look at me, and it's probably because I dropped a couple of the you know, choice words. Um, like, I'm some kind of a jackass because I'm making my kid mind. It's like, okay, so I know that most of y'all motherfuckers don't like it when a kid's yelling and screaming and being a little shit in the middle of the aisle. But when I'm actually sitting here doing my thing, t- making my kid stop before I walk into a store, it's you're still going to look standard. at me. It's the, it's the double mm-hmm. standard of, I don't want your kid to do that, but I also don't want you to make your kid stop doing that. Yeah. You, like, you have really? to let them express themselves. The fuck I do. Fine. You know what? Here, take him. He can express himself all he fucking wants with you. I'll be back in 45 minutes when I found my goddamn end table that I'm looking for. And you'll be in a puddle on the floor. Yeah, and when I come <laughs> back and he's got you tied up and he's pissing on you, you know, then we'll see how much you like his expression at that point in time. I know this kid. He will own you in about 35 <laughs> seconds. You have no fucking point. Choice, you know, no chance whatsoever. So... Glad, glad we took care of that. Yeah, but it's so I, I yeah, I, multiple life sentences. I just, I, that's where I'd be. I had to I, cut this short, but I'm roasting. I mean, yep. I'm literally We're cooking alive. We're almost done. Don't. Yeah, We're almost I'm, done. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, basted. Oh, I was, I was, I was curious about this particular one because <laughs> I said poor wardrobe choice, and it's a picture of a guy that's got a cock and balls in the back of his shirt. It's it actually is, a stylized wrench. It, something. Yeah, but, but it, 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 it looks like cock. Look it looks like, like cock and balls. Yeah, yeah. 
and pointed he's, in an upward direction. Upward direction towards his neck. And then he's giving his daughter a ride on his back. And she's kind of slunk down low on the back. So it looks like this stylized cock and balls is growing right into her nether regions. And she's probably, what, six? Oh, no. Five. Four. You know. Yeah, so that, that's why that's why I labeled that one poor wardrobe choice. Okay, gotcha. that makes sense. All right, here. Massive party we can get to next time. Ice bucket challenge. We did that. You did um, that. Yes, we did. Let's, let's go over that really quick. I did it. However, I did it in my own little way. Um, I was surprised I didn't get called out for doing it because I had just ranted on somebody else's Facebook page about what I thought about it. Uh, and, but then, whose Facebook page did you rant on it about? Uh, I'm not going to mention her name, but she's a, lot, a good friend that we've known since she was like we were all little, and she lives in um, the Midwest. Ah, yeah, yeah r- r- best friends with Joy. Yep. So she had posted something about it, and I I I lost my shit because basically I had seen this go from being the fireman's challenge. To like I, something else, a minute went around to ALS, and all of a sudden this ALS thing took off, and all these people were jumping on the bandwagon. And my thing was, is like, y'all are doing this for internet fame. You're doing it for YouTube. There are very few of you that are doing this to actually raise awareness because, you know, it's kind of like the, the Hood to Coast relay or the Providence Bridge pedal, blah, blah, blah. Why do you have to go do something like this to donate money to a charity or to bring awareness? Why don't you just fucking give money to the goddamn charity? And say you did. And say you did. If, 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 you want, if you want recognition for it, say, hey, look, I, I just gave $100 to ALS today. Look at me. Woo. But the other thing, I, and my brother-in-law, what, what, bless his heart, he vented about this today. I didn't agree quite with everything he said in the video, but the overall gist of the point was I agreed with was the fact of this challenge is going around. And basically, if you're supposed to, quote, quote, follow the rules of the land of this challenge, if you don't do the challenge, you got to do 100 bucks. If you do the challenge, this is where it gets sketchy. For those people who don't know how to research, there's a lot of people that think you don't have to donate anything. Mm. What the fuck is the point there? Yeah, let's just go ahead and pour, I'm gonna pour ice water on my head so I don't. So I, I have to do exactly what I was gonna do anyways, which is not give money to a fucking charity. Yeah, I already wasn't donating, so I'm just gonna dump water. On, what are the, is, are, is the ice bucket police gonna come rain down fury upon you and say you you didn't do the challenge, but you didn't donate your hundred bucks? You're fucking evil. We're taking your ass. No, they're not. No one's gonna force this. So, with the actual, if you look it up, what the agreed upon is, you donate a lesser amount if you do the Ice Bucket Challenge. The idea or originally, I believe, was that the don't do it mm-hmm. amount was so astronomical. It, I think mm-hmm. it started off bigger than that. Like, $1,500 if you don't do Something it. Like that, yeah. $50 if you do. Yeah. Like, it was a huge... Basically, like, this is the adult version of the double dog dare. Yeah. I double dog dare you to do this shit. But the problem I had is this. It was because I I know for a fact that this was originally to raise money for firefighters and first responders a while back because my cousin is a firefighter and first responder and she's the one that I fucking saw on first mm-hmm. months ago. Um, and then I also got word from one of our listeners in New Zealand. She was talking about how this happened at her place like two years ago. And it was for something completely fucking different. So it's a psychological tactic. Mm-hmm. To, it's just like when you get but, an e- a mass marketing yep, email, it'll yep. have what's called a call to action. Yep, but, Visit our website. Take this survey, and it'll tell you to you do something. What? It won't ask you. It will tell you to do something. That calls me to action. All right. When I get those emails, the action it calls me to is delete. delete. <laughs> You're gone. But it's a verbal, personal mm-hmm. request from usually someone you know mm-hmm. to do a thing. And it works monumentally well now, the one for thing, fundraising. The one thing I will say about the Ice Bucket Challenge that I do like about it, outside of everything else that I think is stupid to waste the water and all this other crap, I do like the fact that it's not costing these charities anything yeah. to get this money. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful because you know as well as I do, 
There's nothing I hate more than an organized run, an organized thing where they're shutting down streets and they're shutting down thoroughfares and roads and everything else. And you're trying to get home to your sick fucking daughter and some yodels want to fucking waddle their fat fucking ass on the side of a goddamn highway. And you're going to be, the, you know, I'm the one that's now being put out because you want to walk down the street. Fuck you. We have, like, was it a two and a half mile long racetrack at PIR? It's some ungodly amount. Go to there and do your fucking walk there. Walk your fat ass around the fans as many times as you want. Get as much dollars per lap as you want. Whatever. That's fine. You don't need to bring out in the public streets. But the point of that is is that when they do these things, there's overhead. There was porta potties and shower stations and everything else set up all up and down on all these routes. Oh, yeah. How much money does that cost? I want a report from these charities that actually put on these big ass events like the Providence Bridge Pedal, like these other cancer runs and these cancer walks. How much of this money that you are raising is actually going to fund your research versus how much of it's going to pay your foundation for your your chairperson that makes you know six figures a fucking year well, and for their secretary and for everything else. You know, because I want to know how much of that money. Years, in recent years, there percentage toward mm-hmm. research has gone up mm-hmm. in the past five years the average is somewhere around seven mm-hmm. and that's true of enemies foundations i know which is fucked up which i'm not saying you I shouldn't want, donate to a charity i'm just saying i want the direct line i want to know okay how can i get this i want 100 percent of my proceeds to go to this I don't want it going for any of this. Find someone suffering from the fucking disease and mm-hmm. support them personally. And this mm-hmm. is what I said last week. Yep. If you want to really help society, don't try and give to a charity. Yeah. Find a person, a person that can benefit from your help. Mm-hmm. So when, when I did it, I called out a completely different disease and a completely, completely different charity because I didn't think that it was necessary for this one to be getting all the recognition. For me personally, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's has deeply affected my family because we lost somebody to it. Granted, she only passed six, seven years ago. Let's see, Ezra's what? He's nine, ten now? Ten? Six years ago. He was four when it happened. So she only passed six years ago. My my great-grandma. So she only left this mortal coil six years ago. I lost her 15-ish years ago when she was taken away by this disease. So I chose to support that one instead and that was my point is that you get all these people who are sheep that just do this because everybody else is doing it and it's cool or it's anything to do or check it out man i i i'm you know i did this kind of thing and so that's where i did you know and i actually went and i did a little bit of an extra little i I, we did you filmed the the thing wrongly yeah you held the camera up and down instead of i know and i knew it i knew it exactly immediately but i wasn't about to dump it it on my head again yeah it was too late so but then i I added uh, i added a little bit to it and i added a picture of my grandma to kind of do an intro to the video and all that and then and yeah and then i added a link to the alzheimer's foundation because you know well i I agree that there's not enough of the percentage of the funds going to these things if people are going to donate to all for alzheimer's research because of me here here's the foundation here's where you can do it at but that, my point is that too many of these people are doing it just for the recognition. So, and the kids really wanted to get in on it, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I mm-hmm. wouldn't let them do ice water. No. I did warm water, but we did dump water. We in did wa- and so you knocked Trent over. Knocked over. I'm gonna have fantastic. to. I see. I still have the video. I I'm hoarding it because I feel when, so bad about n- Trent. Nope. When you posted, he it's fell hilarious. right over, and like, he laughed. I know, but it was up so and scary. Splashing. No, he was. He had a great time. So we need to post that because it was hilarious. He had a. I messed up the video time. though because when he fell, I Are you freaked out. I, I freaked out and I but stopped that makes, recording. That makes it better because you were showing mom instinct. You're being a good mom, not somebody who's. Never <laughs> Except recorded. I'm just standing there going, "Are you okay?" No, he was fine. You know, I, I did that know, thing where. Okay, when your kid gets hurt and you know that if you freak out, 
they're gonna freak out. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you're like, are you okay? Because if you're okay, we're gonna laugh. Ha ha ha! I did that. Yeah, I did that. Thing. So I, I'm I did the ice bucket challenge because I was challenged, but I chose to swing it and turn it and twist it into what I wanted it to be, not to follow the 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 group. Um, I'm such a rebel. Uh, but really, it's what it comes down to is that you stop following these trends and and. I want to know how many of these people would have actually donated to this charity had they not wanted to be, had they not wanted to lose to a game of truth or dare, or not to truth or dare, but to double dog dare. Yeah. It's just like when you were in elementary school, you, know, you, you can turn down a dare. You can even turn down a double dog dare. If that triple dog dare comes out, motherfucker, you got to step up and put your tongue on that frozen pole, or you're going to be the, the biggest pussy this side of the damn you know Mississippi. So that's all it is. It's the adult version of the triple dog dare, and there's nothing else to it. I will say my favorite one out of all of them so far, Patrick Stewart. Oh, I know. Like a fucking Hilarious. boss. Wrote the check, pulled the check out, set it aside, grabbed a couple cubes of ice, poured some whiskey over it, and just shot it back. I was like, ah. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. That was awesome. So... Um, the rest of this, we can hold off and, and move around and, and change. It's not time sensitive. Uh, other than to say a quick follow-up to that story we did a while back where the lady was, was kicked out of the Ram restaurant for breastfeeding. Yeah. Don't fuck with Portland moms. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. There was a... Um, they had a feed-in. They had a feed-in. <laughs> bunch of big old engorged titty mamas walked in there with their babies, whipped, whipped them out. Whipped them out and fed them all fed them. the day long. And I will say I have to give props to the Ram management oh, not the management but the overall arching corporate, corporation yeah. saying this particular restaurant fucked up yeah our policy is the default to state laws now you point me to a state that says you can't breastfeed your child in public i'm gonna say y'all need to move out <laughs> come <laughs> over to somewhere else but or in oregon it's perfectly legal so these guys are just being they didn't want their customers to be upset they're it's being like douchey yeah they're being douchey because their customers are doing being douchey don't be douchey when mm-hmm. it comes to breastfeeding women mm-hmm. just don't look at their tits like it's really really simple and here's here's the clincher if you want to know what to tell your kids about seeing a tit they're hungry tell them that the baby is eating because guess what all kids understand it every single Mm -hmm. one i've ever seen because i've had the question what are you doing with why are you doing that well there's milk in there and the baby needs it and they're like oh totally makes sense and And they move on my explanation for that goes back to look who's talking and I just look at them and go, mmm, lunch. <laughs> and they get it then, too. So uh, one last thing. We brought this up very briefly, and I don't think it made any sense whatsoever because we were so hammered last week. So I started this thing called Hashtag Dad Life that I'm putting out on my posts and whatnot. And it's just kind of a way to, you know, when something happens, it's like a full-on, your quintessential, God, this is what happens when you're a father. You know, I've hashtagged the dad life. I think you should start doing hashtag mom life if you can find the time to be back on social media, right? Um, but I want to encourage our listeners too, if they want to have active participation with us, if you're posting the things to like Facebook or the Instagram, the Instagram, and you smell what the Instagram is cooking. Um, if you post to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, hashtag it with this so we can kind of, you know, that way we can kind of all conglomerate. Otherwise, um, we want to thank you again for listening to another episode of Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, as usual, you can find us in all the normal spaces online. We're available at www.badparentingpodcast.com. If you search for Bad Parenting Podcast on Facebook, we're there. We're on Twitter at, at @badparentpcast. Um, at Instagram, if you just search for Bad Parenting po- or at Bad Parenting Podcast, that's where I post all my wonderful pictures of my children doing all our kitty type things. 
like snuggles, uh, like snuggles and being sick and all that stuff. Um, also, you want to you know leave us a voicemail 503-609-0375. That's also the live call-in number when we are you know streaming live when we are actually recording in studio. And let's see, there was something else I thought I needed to say there. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we are available on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and TuneIn. So please, you know, if you could be so kind, we're getting a little more popularity lately, and I would really like to hear some feedback from our listeners. So hey, if you're listening right now, there's a pause button on your player. You can click pause. Not that you have to, but if it's if it's if it's distracting you to listen to me while you type, then just click pause. And we'll give you a moment, and you can go like on iTunes, and you can go find us. Leave us a little rating and review. Go to our website and leave a comment on the episode posting. Let us know what you think. I know you're out there because I'm seeing the, the you know, I, I just don't think it's just, you know, it's not just anybody downloading. No, There's downloads coming. No, everybody's downloading it, and then they delete it. It's very possible. <laughs> but you know what? Have the nuts to tell me that. Have the nuts to say, you know what? You guys fucking suck. Here's where you blow. Here's where I think you're horrible. Fix this, this, and this. I might just do it. But if I, if I don't know that I'm sucky, then He's how am lying. I going to fix it? He won't listen to you anyway. <laughs> Probably not. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> but at least I would respect you for having the balls to tell me you think I suck. Because right now, I just think they all love me and they can just piss off because they're not too lazy to write a comment. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll, awesome. Way to be. No. <laughs> All right, I'm done reporting from hell. This yes. is so hot in it, here. It's, I'm done. It's 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 become Satan's swampy asshole in here. So if you I have a river of sweat going down my back, like it's mm-hmm. just like it just keeps tickling. This is Romy, that Family Guy. Oh no! With Bill Clinton, when they're in the limousine, he turns <laughs> off the air conditioner. He's like, "We're gonna have a race. First person to get a bead of sweat from the back of their neck to the crack of their ass wins." <laughs> <laughs> well, I won. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! All right, guys. Well, until next time, uh, try not to be shitty parents. Peace out.
Countdown now. Here it goes.